Welcome back to the ASAP podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Scooney. And this week, we are talking about myths and conspiracy theories. Everybody loves talking about those things, don't they? I think so. It's interesting. Let's find out what kind of myths and conspiracies you believe in. So, Stuart. Yes, Megan. Have you heard the news? I have not. That Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh, yes. Yes. This I have heard many, many times. And maybe he didn't. I don't know. I wasn't there. It's very strange circumstances. I do see um, kind of the point in continuing those never-ending memes on Facebook. It kind of keeps the story alive. And, you know, because if he didn't, I mean, if that was, in fact, a, a murder— that's serious. Like, yeah. I mean, that's really serious. And people need to not forget about that. Sometimes I think um, whenever certain situations are almost so movie-esque, like it's it's so hard to not go down the what-if road. Like, right. wouldn't that be just the craziest story? Like, wouldn't this be a movie you would want to watch unfold? Yeah, it definitely would be. So... I, I definitely get it, and I and I agree um, on this on this particular the Epstein thing itself. I have followed it a little bit. It is very suspicious. Yeah, I think um, I think either one is plausible. I think there could be a group of people who Should. absolutely didn't want names mentioned, um, but I also think and could have you know facilitated his uh, ultimate demise. But I also think somebody who had made it to the high echelons of society as he did, um, finally having to, you know, face the music, if you will, and not being willing to face the consequences of his actions, taking his own life. I mean, I think both to me, until I see evidence pointing more in one way or the other. I think both are completely plausible. We should probably clarify for anybody who doesn't know about the Epstein conspiracy theory at this point. If um, you don't know, I have to wonder if you've been living under a rock. I'm pretty sure they I just hit my vape, so I sound like I'm over here toking. It's, it's not what I'm doing, people. <laughs> he is toking, but it's the vapors. Toping my toping. <laughs> I'm done. Go ahead and tell him, Megan. <laughs> Um, so the whole Epstein thing is, uh, hopefully you've heard, because it's kind of a big deal. Um, this guy was kind of a nobody who somehow ended up being a somebody, and he ran or was reportedly running a child sex ring um, that included some of the top of the tops. Like, he's got connections to Trump. He's got connections to one of the princes in England. Um, he's got connections to the Clintons. He's got connections. probably won't surprise most anyone. Yeah, he's got connections to a ton of people that make a lot of money. Um, and it's just very suspicious how he... It was, it's just very convenient how some things have gone to where he had been um, caught before with hundreds they think there's thousands of children that he's sex trafficked um and there have been several people that several girls and women who have come forward and given personal testimony about this is what happened to them uh he had gotten caught before and basically got a slap on the wrist like the the way that they spun the story 
his lawyer spun the story is that the girls were prostitutes. Um, that basically he picked up these girls, turned them into sex traffic workers, but turned it around that um, he got a lesser sentence because they were actually prostituting themselves. So it's kind of like a crazy way that that happened to begin with. He basically got a slap on the wrist and got off scot-free, not having to do any real jail time. He got out like 12 hours a day um, and got to do business as usual and continue. And he got to go to work and, yeah. and everything and else. And there's, you know, women and girls claiming that, no, he assaulted I mean, me during this time. I mean, is incarceration really incarceration if you're allowed to go out for work? 12 and, and, hours a yeah, day. I, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you know, that seems to be the case with the, uh, the wealthy and the powerful is... You know, they get slapped on the wrist and the rest of us get the book thrown at us. Yeah. So he, um, so that happens. And now there's more cases coming to light where people are continuing to prosecute um, and, and charge him. So they arrest him again. They have all these files and this huge, you know, it's a huge story with all these higher ups connected. He goes to jail and he commits suicide, quote unquote. Um, the, the convenient factors of this is that he had attempted suicide at one point. They put him on suicide watch. And then within a couple of weeks, they took him off of suicide watch, took his cellmate out of the cell with him. He's no longer in the cell, so he's by himself. Um, the security guards that were supposed to be watching him were... Uh, like very tired. They've been working they, they, doubles yeah, and triples. They've been working overtime and they fell asleep. The cameras outside of his cell and the cameras in the hallway to his cell conveniently weren't working. Um, and he shows up dead. So it's, if it's one of those things, like there are so many big names attached to the little black book that this guy has. Um, it would not be beyond the realm of possibility that somebody with a lot of money made something go away. It definitely wouldn't be the first time something like that has happened, that's for sure. And it's also very possible that maybe he realized, I'm actually caught this time and it's not going to get any better and I'm just going to take care of it now. Yep, and not face the music. But for somebody who's never had to face the music because he's always gotten off... Yeah, but I think there was there was sufficient reason to believe that this time was not going to be like that because of the it didn't it was getting notoriety it wasn't getting before and when the public has a huge interest in something it tends to lead the authorities if you will to But um, when you're in jail like that do you actually know how big of a deal it's becoming? Like I've never been to jail before, but like do you know news from the outside? Yeah. Yeah. I mean information gets in there. Sure. Hmm. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't in solitary. He wasn't in solitary confinement. They didn't put him like on a on a yeah. Because you know, even after a, being a, a lonely Pacific island, uh, thousands of yeah. miles away from civilization, even after being that terrible of a person, he's still given like luxury treatment within the jail, which is gross. Um. But yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how this unfolds if it fully unfolds. You know what I mean. Um, like I said, I'm, I have not taken a position on it. I think both are plausible. I do not deny that there were people out there who did not want him to open his mouth. Um, and I do not deny that he quite possibly just did not want to face the ultimate punishment that was coming his way. So who knows? Not I, <laughs> not you, um, only, only the people inside that jail and Epstein himself well, who is now dead. His brother no. has the, hired somebody to do an investigation and they are the ones that are now saying it looks like he, these breaks are uh, related more due to strangulation. Well, than yeah, hanging. he is saying that, but, um, 
you know, he's uh, also a man he, being hired. Not, he's by also a man being paid by the family, um, who See, this probably is think that somebody thinking. killed Epstein. Um, and you know, with a little bit of research, you can disprove some of these things. Even though that guy is a uh, pretty well known, um, what is and his apparently well respected. Yeah, apparently, yeah, he's pretty well respected from what I can tell. Um, but um, what is he's he? He's like a, a coroner, path, like or a pathologist or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, but um, you know, he's saying certain injuries to the um, throat and neck um, are not uh, indicative of uh, hanging. Uh, well, with a little bit of research, you can actually find, find that those those uh, purported injuries have been documented and known suicides. Yeah. Like it can happen and it happens more often than some people might think. Yeah, even if it's just 20, 25% of the time, that's still a significant, you know, one in four. That's still kind of common. So, but I don't know. Why do you, why do you think uh, people get caught up on, on these kinds of conspiracy theories? Um, I think one, because kind of like we talked about in, uh, our last week's episode about space, um, it's something that keeps you guessing, keeps you thinking, um, that you may never have all the answers to. So you can just keep pondering about it. And that's interesting and alluring to people. I think it also has to do with a, uh, a large distrust that people tend to have in, um, the powerful, if yeah. you will, those that are in power and, and government and authority and, and all of that. Uh, um, and I also think it has something to do with people just believing hearsay on a lot of things. I mean, it doesn't have to be the Epstein thing. It could be any number of conspiracies. That's and kind of, just that, believing it without researching more themselves. That kind of goes along the lines of what I was thinking was sometimes I think people want to talk as though they are in the know that they know something that the other people don't know and you guys just don't you know, know man like, you know what i love about conspiracy theories and conspiracy theorists what when you say this so say person a presents you with a conspiracy theory and you present them with evidence to discredit that conspiracy i feel guess personally what? attacked right now <laughs> guess what that evidence you just presented that evidence you just presented that's a conspiracy. <laughs> and when you um, lead them to a dead end in their reasoning and they're like, I don't know, it's a conspiracy or it was covered up or it's a big secret. Well, you're yeah, talking well, about something totally different. This isn't, a big, you, you're not on the same page as me. Yeah, this is, you don't understand. It's just, it's circular logic yeah. is what it is. Now, here's the thing, right? Conspiracies have happened and they're probably happening today oh for sure you know um there have absolutely been conspiracies um but you know the reason we know that is because they were discovered and truth was found within those conspiracy theories um and that's the thing right like not everything that you don't understand completely is a conspiracy not everything you don't agree with is a conspiracy um conspiracies have existed and the ones that are true typically get found out yeah. at some point. That's at how some you point. know they're a conspiracy because eventually they go, oh shit, you know. they were conspiring this whole time and I didn't even yeah. know. Like we know now that the CIA back in the day before either one of us were born were, you know, slipping each other LSD, you know what I mean? <laughs> and doing all these other shady ass things um, to like members of the military culture, and stuff know. like that. Like, um, <laughs> You know, but those, th and they denied it at the time, but eventually 
the truth came out. If there is truth somewhere, it will eventually come out. I'm yeah. pretty pretty sure of that. More often than not. Because the thing is, is it's hard to keep a lie the more people know the truth. Um, because somebody's going to squeal. You know what I mean? And then once oh, yeah. one person yeah. says something, there's going to be somebody to corroborate because, you know, and it's, it's just... P- people on unravels. the whole suck at keeping secrets for very long. I mean, yeah. somebody is going to talk. There's always a rat. <laughs> Yeah, it does. It tends to uh, have a mob mentality a little bit. Some of these, you know, theorists, like they come up with this idea and you are not part of the pack. You are against us. You are the enemy. It does have a very mob mentality, that tribalistic. If you really, if you really want to keep something a secret, it's best not to tell anybody because the more people know, the more likely it is that more people are going to continue to know. Yeah, that's why I didn't tell anybody about that one guy I killed. Oh, snap. <laughs> I'm going to leave the room now. <laughs> um, hell, there's there's all kinds of conspiracies, though. You know, Epstein another, is just the most recent. The one I always hear the most is JFK. Oh, that's probably in modern times. Well, one of the most popular. And it again, still gets talked about all the time. Again, I, my personal view, um, he was probably shot by um, shit. What's his name? I know Jack Ruby killed the guy that shot him. Um, it is like on the tip of my tongue here, and I cannot think of it. Um, this is before my time, of course. Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. Oh, my God. I should be shot just for not being able to remember that. <laughs> oh, there um, is side note, don't actually shoot me, please. Please don't. I don't want to do this by myself. <laughs> but, yeah, Lee Harvey Oswald. I think um, there's every reason to believe that it was probably Lee Harvey Oswald and then Jack Ruby killed him because he was pissed about it. Who knows? But the conspiracy is, you know, I mean, there's all kinds of actual so theories about that, that Lee Harvey Oswald was, uh, or no, Jack Ruby was like a Manchurian candidate. You know what I mean? That somebody had programmed Jack Ruby to silence Oswald because he was part of a bigger conspiracy. And, you know, I, I, I don't know, you know, that happened in the sixties, but it goes to show how long these can stick around and that there's always there's always another layer. There's always another angle you haven't thought about, like especially I think whenever government is involved, like right. 9-11 is kind of another one where oh, that yeah, gets a lot of one. attention because they look at this as a government cover up. Um, I've seen so many videos where they're like, these are clearly detonated from the inside on, you know, if you look at the way the building falls, this the other and it's like um i don't know i kind of watched it happen i'm pretty sure i saw what happened <laughs> and there and there are people out there that literally make a living off propagating some of these um oh, yeah. outlandish ideas there's one that comes to mind in particular i will not say his name cuz i do not want to promote this person um but he has a a show where he talks about some of the most outlandish are we talking about I've the person heard. who believes that uh, the water is making the frogs gay? Yes, we are. Yeah, that's... You know what he does, though? He he scares you, and then he sells you products. Yeah. Um, they have, they have definitely shown how that works. Yeah, to... Um, Propaganda product. Yep, Propaganda e- product. Exactly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you terrified of this thing, and then I'm going to sell you a solution. Yeah. It's quite ingenious. I mean, it, it is a money-making machine because it is one of those base you know, feelings of us as fear. It is such a strong, visceral emotion. If you can tap into it in somebody, you can kind of lead them to believe whatever you want them to believe. 
You know, there's also the another big one is the uh, Area 51 um, and its connection to the supposed alien crash landing in Roswell, New Mexico. And that also ties into something we touched on a little bit in our episode about space yes, was sure. alien visitation and ancient aliens. And we talked about how Stuart um, went to Area 51 and did the Naruto run across the desert. Yep. We talked about how I was abducted by aliens and I went to the planet Naboo and was probed. And um, It was your favorite part. It was a wonderful vacation. <laughs> if you haven't listened to that episode, you should go check it out. Absolutely. It's quite interesting. But yeah, um, Area 51 is obviously, you know, Groom Lake is another name for it. Um, it's an Air Force testing facility. They, um, they've had... Um, I saw, I'm pretty sure I did see it on Joe Rogan. I cannot remember the person's name off the top of my head, but he was one of the scientists um, that was part of a team involved in all of that. And his explanation, spoiler alert, is that the government was running tests on, um, I think they were saying like children um, and doing like surgeries and they were deformed and stuff. Not the children. Yeah. It was like really, really messed up stuff that was happening. Oh yeah, like if you if you're gonna sit there and be like, well, our government does and has done messed up stuff. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Yeah. <laughs> and absolutely. You, and when you think about it, a part of that is because of fear. The government is on some level its own fear machine because if you're going to take care of people, you have to take care of the worst possible scenarios. And if you have to prepare for the worst possible scenarios, how do you do that? By preparing in really fucked up ways for those those scenarios. Yeah. If you're not familiar with the Area 51 Roswell, New Mexico uh, conspiracy or, you know, theory, whatever you want to call it, belief. Aliens. Um, uh, once again, I would like to welcome you to Earth. Um, it was, you know, very brave of you to come out from under your rock, <laughs> finally. Um, you the should sun's get really on, bright. You should get on Google and look into this stuff. <laughs> oh, phones are a thing. Yeah, yeah. We can we can send. How are they listening to this right now? We can send information <laughs> through the airwaves now. Um, I'm pretty confident that everybody under the sun has heard about that conspiracy yeah. theory. But yeah, you know, does secret stuff happen at Area 51? Yeah. It's a secret base. I mean, a secret base that everybody knows exists, but you know what yeah. I mean? It's it's where they, you know, it's where they tested the U-2 spy plane. It's where they tested the stealth bomber. It's where they do tests on all kinds of Government secret testing sites. technology. Um, you know, the official story is that the crash at Roswell was a weather balloon, um, or maybe it wasn't specifically a weather balloon. It might have been a balloon, a high altitude balloon. They were They were testing out to see if they could, you know, spy on our adversaries with, you know, yeah. but yeah, it had all kinds of, you know, futuristic looking stuff, components to it. And, um, which kind of looks like a UFO came down in a farmer's field. And, uh, yeah, the, the town of Roswell basically, um, survives in large part <laughs> Just thanks to those stories. Yeah. And the merchandise they sell and everything else. But, um, uh, once again, what's my personal view on it? You did not ask. Um, <laughs> I do not think aliens crash landed in Roswell and then got carted off to Area 51 where they got poked and prodded. And yeah. and through them, we developed the internet and cellular technology. How like, bold of you. I don't. Yeah. I am a, I am a Debbie Downer. I'm sorry. Please, I, somebody, somebody convince me otherwise. Yeah. I never really believed that there was an alien thing happening. I really kind of always assumed it was they were testing something that was futuristic in some way and somebody saw it and minds get to go in of the of 
anything you can possibly. You know what? Imagine. Um, what kind of hurt was the government's own response? Like they came out with one version of of an explanation. Oh yeah, you and start then changing they the story. Yeah, and it just it it definitely made it look worse for the government. Um, <laughs> you know. Wait, the government inept also. They, on they tried. <laughs> they tried not to be totally honest because what they were doing was kind of classified. You know what I mean? And, and also apparently sketch. Yeah, and and then they finally came out with what they were doing, but because they said something slightly different the first time, because they were trying to still cover up what they were doing, like it just it spiraled out of control. And, that, and that's what keeps fueling these conspiracy theories is the fact that sometimes you are on to something. Sometimes somebody fibbed a little bit here and not all the whole truth here. And once you start pulling back little layers on that onion, you know. Your your mind goes to how many more layers are there that they're not telling us about? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, but it's like people say. Well, you know, the government does bad things. Yeah, the government does do bad things, but that doesn't mean that every single crackpot idea somebody has about the government doing bad things is true. Yeah. Doesn't mean it isn't, but it doesn't mean that it is. Like, yeah. just because. Um, you know, you could get struck by lightning if you go outside. Doesn't mean every time you go outside, you are going to get struck by lightning. You know, it's right. just it's, sometimes you just have a really again, fucked up day. These leaps in logic that some people are willing to take, and 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 some a lot of cases they're they're absolutely overjoyed to take them. It yeah. to me is is just they mind-boggling. feel special because they're the ones taking them. They're the ones that see the things that are unseen to you. We are the sheeple. We that. are the sheeple. Here, here's a, that makes that brings up a good a good point I want to make, dude. If you use that phrase in a discussion where you're just sheeple, you've completely discredited yourself to me. Like I'm sorry. If you're the kind of person and talking about politics says libtard or or whatever the equivalent would be for somebody with conservative views. I always hear libtard though, or you call somebody sheeple or just anything like yeah. that, you have just completely discredited yourself. Thanks for trying to sit at the adult table. Now go back over there and chew on your crayons. <laughs> like, I'm sorry if that comes off like assholish, but um, that's just how I feel. Like well, if you're going to have a There's a level of composure that you're supposed to conduct yeah, yourself talk like in an these adult. conversations. Yeah. And that's and, something which I'm not doing. This I'm just like of, slandering people. Here. <laughs> this is kind of a side tangent, but I did. I read something recently where they were talking about how this kind of like um, uncouth and just gross kind of discourse is the norm. It's becoming normalized. Yeah, where in our parents' generation and our grandparents' generations, um, they didn't have that level of discourse. My, uh, most of my family is very private about their political views. Uh, or I should say when I was younger, they were more private about their political views. My mom wouldn't want to admit what political party she voted for when I was younger. She told me that that wasn't something we talked about. She has now come out and said she's, you know, democratic. And I assume that she's okay with me telling you this. I'm sorry, mom, if you're not okay with me telling everyone this, I think they're okay with it though. Um, but yeah, she wouldn't say she was democratic for a long time. Right. And, and so I appreciate the level of openness that we have in society now. I think we are starting to have more uncomfortable conversations. But the thing is, is if you have uncomfortable conversations, there should be a base level of respect and dignity yeah. for the opinion of the other person, even if you disagree with it. Yeah, I have no problem. Like, you know, I know for a minute there, I sound like a complete asshole. You are an asshole. Uh, yeah, I guess I am. It's all right. I love but it. But that's the thing. I can I can have an adult reasonable, respectable conversation with somebody. 
Um, what kills me, as I said, is when people start throwing out these ad hominins. You yeah. know what I mean? Like when you get into the discourse, yeah, that's when it goes uh, bad. <laughs> I, I have no problem flipping a switch inside of me and going from a respectable, um, logical, um, you know, person who's wanting to discuss to, be to and understanding, just calling you all kinds of names right back yeah. and and being a smart ass and that's how it starts prick. is one person gets a little angry a little butthurt about it and then all of a sudden they throw out something snarky and sarcastic and it just lights a fire i mean this is another smart ass perspective for a reason yeah it so is. um but back you know circling back around <laughs> to these conspiracy theories you know um, like relating to the government, the moon landing is a very oh, big God, one. Oh God, that one. Did you see the video of Buzz Aldrin? I'm sure you have. Just cold cocking that dude. Oh. It was all up in his face. Look, people, if you have not seen this video, go to oh, YouTube and um, like search Buzz Aldrin knocks guy out yeah. or something something like that. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you could type the out a couple different respect. ways and you will find this video. There was this guy who is just relentless up in Buzz Aldrin's face, um, for those, again, who don't know, I can't, I, I, I don't feel like I should have to say this, but I am. Uh, Buzz Aldrin was the second person to walk on the moon, mm -hmm. uh, along with Neil Armstrong, uh, an Ohio native. Boom! Got one for Ohio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyways, he, you know, he's an old guy now, and uh, but still pretty, pretty stout. Yeah. Um, this guy Feisty. was just up in his face, you know, calling him a liar and, you know, all these things saying it was fake and this and that. And, you know, I, to the man who did it. Yeah. I, I just can't imagine what, and, and Buzz tried to walk away from this guy like multiple times. He tried to just get away from Be the, the guy. Person. The guy just kept getting in his face, getting in his face, wouldn't let him go. And Buzz just finally turned around and socked this dude right in the face, man. And, oh, my God. It was the most amazing thing I I've usually ever seen. do not condone violence in any level. But that's one of those situations where it's like, he needed to be smacked down because, boy, you talking too much. What are you doing? Yeah, you just wouldn't let up. And and like you said, like you're, you're telling a guy who stood there on the surface of the moon yeah. that he did not do that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I would just call you an idiot and walk away. But if you kept harassing me about it, I might... You get a little too. personally offended and he was, he that was, somebody completely discredits your entire history and yeah, your entire achievement. Yeah, and he was, like I said, he was all up in his space and just, um, yeah. no no pun intended, um, wouldn't let him, wouldn't leave him alone, you know? It's just, you're asking for it, dude. But yeah, so, there, yeah. there's so many um, things out there to discredit the idea that the moon landing was faked, but then again... That's all a conspiracy, right? Yeah. So you just can't. That's the thing, right? You know, you say something like, oh, well, the film technology wasn't around to fake something like that. Oh, well, it was, but they didn't hide it or they hid it because it's a conspiracy. Or you say, you know, like my biggest thing is, do you think Russia would just go along with that? You right. know what I mean? It was a space race, everybody. Right. And like we said already, the more people who know about a secret, which faking something like that would have taken a vast number of people yeah. um, playing it. It's just, it's going to leak out. And now I'm sure the people who believe that could produce people who said they were part of the conspiracy and it was faked. And that probably is, I've not really looked into the conspiracy side of it too because much because I just so don't. it's crazy to think I, about. Like, I have a finite amount of time on this earth and I'm <laughs> just not wasting it on things that to me are just, for lack of a better word, silly. Just well, downright just silly. Look, it's like, if you just look at the 
all the other areas of space exploration that have definitely happened. Um, Because like, we know, SpaceX, like we have rockets that they are, we are watching all on live camera go up into space. No, that's all fake. Going up into space. That's all conspiracy. And then coming back down. You know, it's just like, what are they... What, what what is the point of faking all of this, right? Just so we can. We, I want some cool fucking space rockets, man! Don't I mean, kill my dreams. It's just like, yeah. Is it just like, do they do they put all this effort into into faking all of this stuff so John Q. Public can sit back and go, oh, cool? Like really? <laughs> like just build another fucking park or zoo or something? That's like, what reality TV is for? Watch trash <sighs> that's not real. Let us science nerds have our real stuff. And it pains just, me. And just let us have it because it's real and it's cooler than your I, stuff. I um and I, now this might make me just as much of an idiot as the person I was arguing with because I decided to argue it with them. But I actually got into an argument online with a flat earther, um, and you know he's telling me you know um, not just the Earth is flat, but everything every image we've ever seen from outer space is faked. You know what I mean? Like I've had people tell me that you know the the car that uh, SpaceX launched, um, Tesla, Elon Musk's yeah. Tesla that had that dummy in it, yeah, um, that was that all didn't fake. Happen. Like it was all it's just all fake and just like all this stuff, you know? Oh, the moon's a hologram and just like where's where's the fucking projector? Right. Like I, I just we would have located this. It's by now. It, it's like just take a ball peen hammer and bash my temple in, please. You want to know what I discovered today? What? That there's a flat earth dating site. A dating site for flat earth? Well, there's a farmers.com, so they're multiplying. <laughs> <laughs> like literally. <laughs> it's just it's You know what you know what image just popped into my head? What? What is that movie where like Idiocracy? No, no, worse <laughs> than what that. I'm thinking. No. Um, it was an older movie, uh, definitely when color film was was well established. <laughs> so not not like that old. We're not talking like you know, um, like the first Dracula movie old. But like um, where these people they were like hatching. I like they were eggs and they were they were coming out of the eggs. I cannot remember. Somebody out there is going to know what I'm talking about. But um, they were like little pods or something like that. But that's what I think when you were like they're multiplying. I just picture them like sprouting out of these like alienist cocoons or something i don't know uh it's just i get the worst imagery that's basically what i'm saying <laughs> just like creepy aliens if that, if that slimy speaks, egg human if that speaks to my opinion of people who hold such ideas <laughs> <laughs> is what uh, it is sorry it's probably like the movie alien or something like that no i'm i'll i'll figure out what the movie is but not right now yeah, but yeah i just get this but yeah so they're uh they're like, finding each other popping out <laughs> <laughs> they're finding each other and they're continuing the plague of it. Like, yeah. Again. That, and the thing is, is again, you can go on YouTube and you can watch live stream from our satellite conspiracy. Like there's so many things where you can watch from the point of starting recording to current, but it's all a conspiracy. That's what I was saying. Right. That's why I, I cannot stand to debate with people like that because no matter what you say to counter their argument, what you just said, is a conspiracy. It's circular logic. Yeah. You cannot win. They did not get Isn't to those just... viewpoints by using logic. And you're not going to get them out of it by using logic. You're not going to get them out of it by any means. Is that just like the projection of it? That like since they're in the conspiracy, they have to project out it's a conspiracy? I don't know. Like, like, like 
like an initiation thing or like they, they sign some know. contract or something like, is this like a fucking fraternity or something? I don't know. I just know it, it annoys the ever loving shit out of me, yes. you know, because I, one of the things I am most passionate about is being logical and I'm not perfect, but I try to be logical. I try to spread logical thinking to people that I encounter. Um, and when you run into certain people, it, there's just like, there's no... You just... It feels like bashing your face against a wall. It's it does. Like, like I said, take is, a ball-peen hammer to my temple. Yeah. Like, that's yeah, basically was, what it feels like. When I was I was looking on Facebook, because I, I dug through this hole a little bit, the flat earth thing, because uh, Stuart yesterday had uh, on his pop-up for a suggested friend was female feminist flat earther. Oh, that was a... That was quite a journey through that person's yeah. page. I said it made me... Uh, it offended I, me. I feel like... That person, that might have been a troll account. Like somebody was just trolling everybody, Maybe. but they could have very well been serious. I don't know. Yeah, it's deeply offensive. Um, just, you know, because I'm a flat earther myself. Um, I don't believe in feminism. The, I was looking. That's exactly how the lizard people want you to think. Because <laughs> it's a conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, but there's a flat earth Facebook page from Miami, Florida, which I was like, uh, of course it was, uh, 260,000 likes on it. Yeah. Uh, she, um, used my Facebook cause she was on my laptop Absolutely to get on did. this. So now I'm going to start getting suggestions yes, from Facebook about flat earth stuff. Oh, I, I made I'm sure to open the dating single, the singles site. And You're I went like, to all of it. Flat earth singles just for you. <laughs> Maybe I'll you can like, You're going to get an angry worded letter from me, Zuckerberg. <laughs> but yeah, like, so it's, it's one of those, I see 260,000, and I'm like, that's a lot of people. Granted, you know, however many people are in the whole world, it's a very tiny number. You know, the fact that there's more feel, than three is really astounding. Exactly. I'm like, the, but the fact that it's still hundreds of thousands, that's not... It's not encouraging. No, and what's, you know, some people might say, um, well, who cares? Let them believe what they want to believe. I care. But, well, I care on a human level because I think being logical and... Um, critical thinking. Critical thinking is important. You know, funny thing, they would probably say the same thing. Well, you're not the ones thinking critically. You just believe yeah. what you've been spoon-fed by NASA. Um, but anyways, another thing that bothers me and why I think it's important is because, you know, presumably uh, a, a certain number of these people are in the United States and these people probably vote. Now, are their numbers large enough to make uh, a huge impact? I don't know. But, you know, the potential is there, right? It could hold and back And those people science. could go, yeah, it can hold back actual scientists. It can contribute to the defunding of actual yeah. science. Some of these people actually make their way into government yeah, positions. Yeah, positions of power. Yeah. You to know, make those we, laws and actions and we, stuff. We touched a little bit on our last episode. Um, this is right after uh, we talked about the aliens and me going out to the uh, bar one night and having a couple brewskis. Um, we talked about how, uh, or we talked, you, you mentioned a little bit about climate change. Very yeah. brief, because the episode wasn't about climate change. But, um, you know, there's a, a large number of people who don't accept. And, and that's another thing I want to say real quick. I don't believe science I accept science. Totally I accept agree. solid science. Like you do not have to believe in things that have evidence to support them. You either accept them or you do not accept them. Belief is not required. Yeah. Anyways, there are a large number of people who don't accept the science behind climate change and it's human cause. 
Um, one of those people is um, a congressperson. I yeah. think he's a senator. There's and probably many. He was the chair. Um, if he isn't still, he was of the science committee. Yeah. He he brought a snowball into the Senate and basically was like, "See this snow? Climate change is bunk." Like. You yeah, don't, we still have snow, therefore climate change isn't real. Yeah, I mean, if if you are really genuinely interested in learning about these things, look into it, okay? I will tell you just to, to stick on this topic here a little bit more. Climate and weather are not the same thing. The climate can get warmer overall, and we still have winter in places. Like, yeah. that is... That is Possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is what's happening. You know, um, climate change is causing more extreme weather patterns. It it doesn't mean that winter will never come back again. Now, maybe shorter. If, if it the may temperature be longer. If the temperature over a, lo a long enough period of time continues to warm and warm and warm, yeah, arguably at some point in the future, winter might be a thing that doesn't happen in, in most parts areas. of the world. Yeah. yeah, it'll just expand back closer to the poles. Yeah. But it's just uh, to 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 come into you know the U.S. Senate as a senator, a person who has the power to make or break policy and laws, and say, "I have a snowball." Therefore, the overwhelming amount of scientific evidence uh, against my views is wrong. You know, and that's where I mentioned in that last episode too. Some people like to say, I'm not a scientist, but I know the scientists are wrong. Politicians, certain politicians yeah. are very, very um, adamant about that. Like, mm -hmm. you know, if you're going to argue against science and your first statement is, I'm not a scientist, but, but it's, it should just stop right there. Now, you might be able to argue uh, the opposite of that, where I like to talk about science, but I am not a scientist. I fully admit when I'm discussing anything that I'm not an expert on, which is nothing, um, that I'm not an expert yeah. and that I will Disclaimer. yield to an authority on the subject. And what I talk about, be it you know these conspiracies or, or science or um, social issues, whatever it is, I am, my information is coming from people who do know about these things. And if there's evidence to show that what I learned and what that person said or that group of people said were wrong and that evidence is strong enough, I will change my views. Like, I'm not an ostrich. I'm not burying my head in the sand over here. So I wish more people were like that. They, they, would, they would just admit that, like, I don't know everything. Um, and if I'm wrong, I will admit it and I will alter my views accordingly. But mm, a lot of people don't. Yeah, it's um, it goes back to that whole, you know, each generation stands on the shoulders of those who have gone before them. So we're right. following these scientists back and back and back. And they prove over and over certain things are real. Certain things are just reality. This is the way that it is. This is the way that it's going to be. And yeah, like you said, it's either you accept or you do not accept. And to me, it's like if we've got, if we, if I want to truly have faith in humanity, I want to have faith in the idea that most people are like me. Most people want to know the truth. And if there's somebody who's dedicated their life to be a specialist in this one thing, because they're like, it's important that we know as much about this as we can. And we carry this knowledge and information forward forever. We need to keep this truth alive and this truth, you know, here and, and visible 
then I'm going to trust that they're telling the truth. Why would they build their whole entire existence on a lie and not get paid shit for it? You know what I mean? Like, they're not making good money, they're, well, but they're they doing... They do it because ancient aliens, Megan. <laughs> that's, I mean, clearly. It's, <laughs> I mean, I don't know why you can't see that. Yeah, you're, you're Let, totally let's, right. Um, there, there's a couple more. You know, there's conspiracies about um, the... Well, I, um, I did want to say there was one point that you'd mentioned, like, um, you know, being open-minded and stuff like that. There was a quote that I saw with the Flat Earth. Uh, this person had started a podcast. There's actually a Flat Earth podcast that I'm not going to specifically name uh, just because why. Um, but the best way to know if you truly have an open mind is to be able to question a belief system that has been ingrained in you for your entire life. Like... Okay, I get it. I get the idea behind it. And again, they're con they're connecting being open-minded to questioning everything. Some people think that being a true skeptic means you question everything, everything until the very end. Okay, and that to me is ridiculous, right? Like at some, some point there just, has to be an end. You just yeah, there has to be an end. Like you can't be like the sky's blue. Well, what if it isn't? Oh, but it is. But what if it isn't? Well, it is though. But what if it isn't? Like it just. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> just stop. It just, it, if it isn't, it means you're colorblind. End of story. Like, that's the problem I mean, here. If it isn't, then unicorn shit gold and leprechauns are, you know, fairies in disguise. I don't fucking know. Right. Um, but yeah, there are myths or conspiracies about um, groups like the um, Freemasons, which still exist, and the Illuminati, which did exist and may, in some small number, there might be people today who um, purport to be members of it. But it, the Illuminati was a real society that existed, you know, a century or so ago. Um, and Freemasons, hell, I dated somebody who had a brother, a father, and a grandfather who were all Freemasons. And I went to their their lodge, you know what I mean? And now maybe they were just hiding all their nefarious ways from me because I was an outsider. <laughs> but you know what they had? There was like an arts and crafts, like little festival thing going on there. And they were raising money for the community. It's a boy, it's a men's club. Like, it's just a men's <laughs> club, man. Like, they're not like out in like world domination. Oh, but wait, you got to be like the 33rd degree to know that stuff. I, it just, it doesn't uh, end. It doesn't end. The rabbit hole goes on forever. Well, and as I just long as don't people have can keep the secrets, energy. as long as people can keep secrets, somebody's lying to you about something. Yeah. I mean, there were definitely um, throughout its history, um, some very prominent people who are members of clubs like the Freemasons. Um, but yeah, there's all kinds of stuff. Um, Let's move on from uh, specifically conspiracy theories, though, and talk about things that I think would be better classified as a myth um, and not a conspiracy. And again, I'm going to piss some people off with this one. Bigfoot. Big Sasquatch. <laughs> the Yeti. The Yeti. Um, I use Dr. What? Squatch soap now. <laughs> that is the only Squatch that, that I believe in. I'm not getting paid for this. It's just amazing. Um, but hey, if you want to pay us, yeah, head us up. <laughs> I know somebody who believes in Bigfoot. I might know a few people, but I know somebody who's not shy about it. And um, that's fine. You What's know. your opinion? Uh, no. Is that it? Just no? Yeah. Yeah. I kind of am one of, I'm, I'm a no also. I'm a Debbie Downer. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a no in the sense of, I can believe that maybe at one time it did live and it did happen. But at this point, I think there would have to be enough evidence to show that it's real, and there's just not evidence to show that it's real. Like well, because the, it's a cover-up. Yeah, well, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, to me, it's the like these animals, 
human creatures, whatever, they would be pooping, they would be mating. Like if yeah, there's there has only, to be a breeding population. Yeah, if there's only two of them left, they're gonna, you know, either not have kids and die off, or and eventually you'd find a carcass. Yeah, I'm you'd sorry. find something, and um, there's just. I, I can see how there's, you know, maybe, Here's a fun but, fact. Uh, At one point, there was a, a giant ape um, that I'm not sure if it's, I don't think it's classified as part of the um, hominid family, mm-hmm. um, like Homo sapiens, Homo erectus, Homo habilis, Homo heidelbergensis, and all the other homos that most people probably don't know about. <laughs> all the homos. All the homos. <laughs> um, but uh, there was, it was called Gigantopithecus. So there was at one point a quite large ape Did that roamed the earth. Foot? Um, probably he was at least eight foot tall, I believe. Um, so yeah. yeah, pretty big. I Check imagine anybody who's that tall is going to have a big foot to hold up that size. But yeah, um, Bigfoot. You know, like you said, there, there's just going to be there's going to be more evidence than is currently, and the same thing for Loch Ness. There's going to be more evidence. Or yeah, what do Nessie, you think Loch Ness, Ness was? Uh, I think it depends on which sighting you're talking about. You know what I mean? Which case? Um, I think there's, there's that one prominent picture of the head sticking out of the water and the hump behind it. I don't know. Right. Um, you know, we talked about Neil deGrasse Tyson in our episode on space and I take his position on things. I, if I don't know, I'm okay with saying, I don't know. And not adding something. And not adding something to it. So many people want to be like, I don't know. Therefore, Aliens, ghosts, God, Nessie, Bigfoot. Yeah. You know, to me, I go, I don't know. Government cover ups. Like, I don't know, but if I had to guess, snake or a tree. Yeah. And I think that's like where my, like, I'm like, that's probably one of the two things. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, I, I don't know what it was, but I know but that there's the not enough evidence dinosaur. to make me believe it was, you know, what <laughs> most people think is, could have been a, uh, the, the, the creature that Nessie is most often, from what I've seen, associated with being, like if it's real, a dinosaur. is a, a plesiosaurus. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that it's technically a dinosaur. I mean, what, what we classically call dinosaurs aren't all technically dinosaurs. Yeah, but big, scary lizard creature that lived way before I was alive. Big, dinosaur. long-necked fish thing. Dinosaur. Um, yeah, there, there's a lot of things that people call dinosaurs that aren't actually dinosaurs. They might have lived at the same time as dinosaurs, but they're not dinosaurs themselves. But um, but yeah, no, I don't I don't believe Nessie is real. I don't believe Bigfoot is real. I, I just, you know, I guess people are right about me. I don't believe in anything. <laughs> Well, and I think this goes along with the, I, you know, the whole critical Convince thinking me. thing is Occam's razor. Like just the the whole philosophy that if there are two possibilities, usually the simplest one is the most realistic one. Yeah. Like the, just the, basic, basic deduction. The more assumptions you have to make down the path of finding answers, if this, the farther if this, away from truth you're going to get. Yeah. Like, but if this happened and then this happened and then this happened and then it's like, well, what? That is so much extra. Like, why? Why the extra? It just, it's probably much simpler than that. You know, my mom gets into there's another one that could be missed the ancient aliens. You know what I mean? Um, my mom watches that show on History Channel so, so much. She does. And she doesn't like buy into it, it's, it's just entertaining to her. But it still drives me crazy every time I go over there. I was, because you're, I was, are you afraid a little bit that maybe she might kind of a little bit believe it? 
No, 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 not even at all. No, I just, it just annoys me. Like <laughs> what annoys me is the fact that history channel plays that shit like nonstop. It does. And I remember the quote unquote history. Yeah. Channel. I remember when the history channel actually talked about like genuine history, yeah. you know what I mean? And now it's just another TV network that's a propaganda puts machine up reality sometimes. TV and you know, um, but yeah, I was walking, uh, through the, her room over there one day and, uh, that was on. And I remember hearing that as I walked past the TV, I remember hearing it go, was the storm that helped the Americans win the battle against the British in the war of the 18 of 1812 caused by aliens? And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> fucking God. Like, I just threw my arms up. My mom just bust out laughing. And I'm just like, this shit it's just everything, dude. Oh, my like, God. Oh, man, I've had hiccups for two days straight. Were the hiccups that won't seemingly go away caused by, by aliens? aliens? It's like, can anything, anything just happen by natural processes? Does everything? And that's what kills me about the show. It's like maybe the first few seasons, it, it, it was interesting and it, and it put forth some good ideas and things to maybe but consider. out on a but limb now. They have, dude, they are that fucking boat has sank like the Titanic and they are still just trying Was to the float Titanic sunk by, by aliens? aliens. Ancient astronaut theorists suggest that this is a crock of shit. <laughs> it just, it drives me crazy if that's uh, not evident, you know yeah. what I mean? Um, but yeah, I What's don't the, buy. Oh, it escapes me. What's the underwater city? Oh, Atlantis. Yeah. What about Atlantis? <sighs> Do we really need to keep doing this? Was like, do I need aliens? do I need to drop? I mean, it, it probably was. You know what it probably was? It was probably aliens working in conjunction with Obama, who got advice from Jack Ruby, who was fucking trained at Area Fifty One when all the um, souls that Scientology talks about escaped from that volcano and tried to run amok. I, dude, it's just like. And Bigfoot was the uh, regional manager. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. just crazy. I don't mean to mock people, but then again, I kind of do. But it's you know? one of those, it's, it I respect kind of your ideas you... and opinions if your ideas and opinions are respectable. Like, I'm not the kind of person that thinks just because you hold an idea or an opinion, it that deserves, it's worth, it's worth respect. Like, yeah. I, I respect you as a human being. I respect your right to hold those ideas. I respect your safety and everything else that is respectable and deserves respect but if your ideas are are kooky and cockamamie and you no. have nothing to back them up other than just words more kooky and, and cockamamie yeah. ideas like and, like and circumstantial evidence and hearsay and all that like no i'm sorry i'm just not going to give those the same amount of respect that i would give you as they a don't get being. the same credence no. you know, i'm not going to knock you out like buzz aldrin knocked out that guy <laughs> just because you think ancient aliens stacked stones and made the pyramids but i think it's fair to say that no one is as badass as buzz aldrin though I'm certainly not. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, and I think that's part of it too. The, it, it does tend to be that circular logic. Like whenever you go down that rabbit hole, then you start questioning everything. And then it's like, so the whole world is falling apart, but I thought my whole world was pretty much solid to begin with. Like it just, once you open the rabbit hole. You're just Alice. You're yeah. just falling into the the abyss of it's anything crazy. is possible and it's all probably a lie. Yeah, there's not many things. And, 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 and there's not many things that I um, accept without sufficient, sufficient evidence and strong argument. 
Um, and strong argument, I don't mean like overpowering as I get accused of being sometimes, um, but like a solid argument, yeah. you know, a solid argument for or against something and the evidence to back up that argument. Well, I uh, Just like I'm not afraid to admit that I don't know everything, I'm not afraid to admit that I was wrong on something. Like if you show me that I was wrong, I'll just be like, okay, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I'll eat that. Like, fuck it. You know, and, you know, some people like to rub it in and say, oh, and just, you know, just hound me about being wrong. But I mean, what, what can you really say to somebody who openly admits that they made a mistake? You know what I mean? Right. It's what, well, it's if you make a big claim, you have to have a lot of evidence to back it up. And if you're the one making the argument, you should be the one coming with the evidence. That, that reminds me of another Carl, Carl Sagan quote. Oh. Um, one I mentioned in our last episode, a different one, but one he said, um, ex- extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Exactly. You know, and um, as shocking as this may be to some people out there, um, the person, the the burden of proof does not lay on the person who does not accept the claim. The person who makes the claim, whatever claim you want it to be, uh, God's real, aliens are real, Bigfoot's real, or, you know, um, anything. Epstein didn't kill himself. Epstein didn't kill himself or did kill himself. You know, it, it, it lies on you to prove that claim you made. You know, that's why I say, you know, when it came to the Epstein thing, I don't know. I think both are possible, but I don't know. Well, and that's <laughs> like, why when it comes down to just words and opinions and hearsay, um, that's how things like the Salem witch trials gain traction. Oh, yeah. yeah like, yeah. it's just one person. Is that person. what you people want? You want people burned at the stake? <laughs> It's just one person saying or two or three people corroborating a story and sticking with the lie and and to well, and think, it also came from a lack. Of, it comes from a lack of understanding what's really happening too. You know oh, what I mean? Exactly. A lack of a lack of knowledge and a gullibility level, which yeah, is probably why it happens around things like science based stuff so much because on some level that the. The true facts, if you really sat down and listened to some astrophysicist explain to you why they think the Big Bang Theory is real, you would probably gloss over and and not be able to follow it because it's you you have to have so much intelligence on some level to comprehend certain like just certain realities. Like if you don't understand um, like it takes college degrees, years worth of studying to understand the intricacies of how some things work. And if all somebody has is 15 minutes to try to convince you, you can easily come up with a million questions as to, you know, that that person can't answer. And since you can't answer it, then you're wrong. Right. And it's like, well, somebody else answered it already who knows and studied this. I, I get that. And um, I've had that in past debates about um, things like religion and stuff like that. Um I'll say, you know, I don't blank. And they'll be like, well, then how do you explain blah? And well, I can't answer that directly. I don't know. Again, with the, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, then you must be wrong. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, just because you say go, you don't know doesn't Go with your wrong. little, you know, belief system and put on your tinfoil hat and sit in your basement and wait for the end of the world to come. Well, that's that's kind of along that line. It's This is touching on something different, but like with religion, the agnostic atheist, the atheist to say that I do, like an atheist, just, you know, in case you don't know, an atheist basically means that I don't believe in any gods. A theist means that I believe in one or more gods. Like there's polytheist and there's, you know, but theist means that I believe in a god or yeah, another type of god. Theist is the positive and atheist, atheist just is means the negative. I don't have any. Yeah. Um, 
agnostic basically means that I don't know. So usually goes agnostic atheist is somebody goes, I'm an atheist. So if you ask me yes or no, is there a God or is there not? I would say no. Um, agnostic means like, do you really know? It's kind of like that middle of, I don't know. Yeah. So I don't you, know, but if I had to say, I'd say no. Yeah. You have, as she said, you have agnostic, you know, um, and Gnostic. Those are two different terms. They, they speak on knowledge, like what knowledge you claim to have or to not have. You know, a Gnostic would claim to have knowledge on something. Yeah. An agnostic would claim I to know not. I know that there is a God. Would not, yeah, to not have knowledge. An atheist would say, I don't believe in gods. Um, and a theist would say, I do believe in one or more gods. Um, so, yeah. It's not a religion. It's just a definition. Yeah. These, you, you know, you can't really, you can't change definition. I mean, you can call it People Webster. call it a religion. You they can, say you're you're an atheist and you're a religious person. But yeah, you can not. you can write into Webster or, or the uh, Oxford Dictionary people and have them change the definitions start a, if you start want. Start a social movement, cancel culture, the dictionary. But, um, but yeah, you know, uh, people, people do like to... Um, try to immediately discredit you if you can't answer every question they have about something, then then yeah. what you're saying is just completely false. And it's just, again, they're with people who believe some of these things uh, and the ones who believe the more outlandish ones and the more strongly they believe them, there's no, there's no winning. You know, well, you're running, you're literally running in a circle over and over and over and over and over. And that's, that's kind of that Dunning-Kruger effect. Before you know it, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, the Dunning-Kruger effect is, uh, it suggests that poor performers are not in a position to recognize the shortcomings in their performance. That's me in bed. <laughs> Which, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's but see, you said. know that's not true because um, I just recognized it. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Try that logic. Mic drop. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically like um, some people are too stupid to realize how stupid they are. And it's not a bad thing. It's just sometimes you don't have the capacity to know something. And either it's because you've chosen to not want to know it or you're just a little slower and you need a little extra help. Did you just call people stupid? I mean, statistically speaking, some of them are. You libtard sheeple <laughs> motherfucker. I feel like this is a conspiracy against me. <laughs> so, yeah, that is um, our... Um, bland and probably infuriating take. Yeah, how many people did we upset with this? How many people think that we're the crazy ones and everything that we just talked about, we are off the beaten path. We I'll don't believe understand. anything you put in front of my face. <laughs> yeah. So I would be I would love to hear people's people's opinions on these things. So maybe maybe there is evidence in these subjects that I haven't seen. I think I tend to do my homework a little bit and and look into something until I find sufficient enough evidence for myself to kind of be like, okay, this is yeah. kind of my general idea, but maybe there's something that I do not know. Yeah. And I want to know. It's all a crock. Change my mind. Prove me wrong. Um, you know, I'm not going to call you stupid, but I might call your idea stupid. Hey, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of ASAP podcast where we uh, probably pissed off a lot of people talking about um, myths and conspiracy theories. Ruffled but, a few feathers, I'm sure. Yeah, we probably did. But I was deeply offended a couple of times. I think I offended myself in there. So, <laughs> you know, um, 
Let us know uh, what you think, whether you liked it or you didn't like it. Megan can tell you where you can do that. Yeah, go to Facebook. I think everybody has one of those. And you can follow us at Another Smart Ass Perspective. Um, we have a website now. So if you don't want to go to your favorite streaming site like Spotify or iTunes, you can go straight to Another Smart Ass Perspective FM. Uh, or you can just send us an email. You know, do people still send emails? Um, probably in business settings. Yeah. I know this isn't business for you, but it's business for us. So you should send us an email at another smart ass perspective at gmail.com and, and talk to us. Tell us why we're wrong about Bigfoot. Yeah. I want to know. I do too. Honestly, (laughs) (laughs) I am, I am interested to know. So please let us know until next time. Later.